Okay, so I'm recording. Ready to clap? Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Wow. That's it. <laughs> but wow, what a moment. Most pleasing to me in my career. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm getting text messages on the computer now. Yeah, that, it's oh. not recording that. No, it's not. No. Okay, right. <laughs> We're our own sound text down here at the gig. Listen, some people. Okay, this is this is a very good example of um, two styles of um, coping. So during the pandemic, some people learned skills, acquired skills, and gained expert expertise in areas. Others refused <laughs> to learn, and not only that, any existing knowledge they had degraded. Others, That's me. Others calcified. It's like the worst parts <laughs> yeah. of yourself. The holes bored deeper. Yeah. Like, I don't know how, I know less about audio than I did before the pandemic, which is not even you went. You went complete still Alice during that time. Yeah, I'm like Luddite, Amish, Nell. There was in central Wisconsin, I remember there was Amish people and I, like, not to be ignorant, when I first saw people going down the side of the street in a wagon with like the bonnets on and stuff, I remember being like, is this real? Like, like, what's their problem? <laughs> because they're like colonial. I'm like, is this a ghostly apparition? Like, <laughs> yeah. I understand that the clothing has certain limitations, but the styles are unchanging, which is kind of fascinating. Like, you yeah, can't use these I, fabrics or whatever. You have to make the clothes yourself. But we're not doing halters or like, we're, you know, like, we're not do or like, there's a lot of ways to be modest that aren't like a blouse and a long dress. You'd rather, but I would give them electricity before halters. <laughs> but do they do, do? But I've seen Amish people at the airport. So where do you draw the line? Is, um, it, is, it, I think, is, it a, is a flight not a machine? No, if, I think it's just a steel bird. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, I have no way. Wait, Amish don't go to the airport, do they? Mary, I've seen Amish people at the airport flying on planes. Of course, they just hang onto the wings and go. There's a colonial, colonial woman on the plane churning yeah. butter. Yeah. Well, we've had opposite weeks. You, yes, we have. You actually yeah. did the gigs that were asked of I, you, which is yeah. very my tea. Very. And I yeah, took and a page I, out of your book, which is fallen. I fallen leave. ill. Yeah, fallen <laughs> yeah, ill and disappeared leave. into the wilderness. Oh, I know. It was. Um. Oh my God. Ugh. So I'm in Boston now. Wait, I have to tell you though. It's beautiful here. Boston? Fall, fall in New York City. The Big Apple. <laughs> no, in New England. I, I took some pictures on my phone. This is not going to be very interesting to listen to, but I took some pictures on my phone. It, 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 stunning. Stunning. What are you going to do with them? I'm going to jerk off to them later. <laughs> the I'm foliage. Jerk off. I know foliage. you love that foliage. <laughs> it was picturesque fall foliage, and it was like, oh, my God. It was, uh, it was that thing that, you know— uh, New England in the fall is magical. I don't care what anybody says. Don't let people tell appendix. you otherwise. Honey, I don't care if you've had your appendix out, you're prolapsed, or you can't, you're blind. New England is beautiful in the fall. And I was glad to be here in a 60 degree day with sun. It was I believe it. Yeah. I'll show you the pictures later. It'll be riveting. I had to <laughs> film at the Trixie Motel until the Sunday. And then I had the bright idea to film. I think mm. I filmed Monday and went back to LA. Had the bright idea to pack for all my gigs. Uh, I was supposed to fly to St. Louis first for this college gig. And at the airport on the way to St. Louis, my fucking appendix, I don't know, I don't know how to describe the medical term, but I'm gonna say go off. I think burst. She went off like like a like a Twitter rant, but with pain. 
It was like, and another thing, bitch. Like it just compounded. It was the Twitter thread of medical pain. Yeah, it was almost a four-hour flight, and I was stuck in seat 1A, the bulkhead seat, which is the worst seat. Oh, God. So might as well. Really? I think so. There's nowhere to put anything. Oh, I see. You can't really stretch out your legs because there's a wall. (laughs) You know? So I'm just doubled over in the seat, like knees to the Uh. chest, going, oh, the most pain I've ever felt my entire, entire, entire life. Really? Entire life. I couldn't even know pain could feel like that. And then we land and I go, I'm just going to go to sleep because maybe it's just upset stomach and I'll get over it. I you serious? You've done So I went to bed and I went to, I slept for 40 minutes and woke up in worse pain. And I was like, we have to go to the hospital. We have to go to the hospital. We have to go to the hospital. So I had to go to the ER. And because of COVID, it was understaffed and not enough beds. I had to sit in that waiting room for five and a half hours in extreme pain. Five and a half hours. And guess what the fucking commercial playing on the TV was? What? We have more and more testimonials coming in from people who have turned their lives around by restoring their hair. And not just hair restoration, but these bitches were <gasps> shady. There was this one who was like, tired of the constant battle, comb over, expensive hair plugs. Some people have just given up and live bald altogether. Excuse that was the tone me? on the. Yes. On the, Some people have thrown their hands in the air, given up, and just ex- flung themselves off a bridge. Yes, say something. I'm giving up on you. Like. That is so intense to on a TV. And there's, of course, women crying. And I understand women losing their hair is a different thing. It's a totally different thing. But these men being like, look it, it's real. You can touch it. It's my hair. It grows. The best part is it's my hair. It's my hair. They kept being like, it's okay. my hair. I'm like, yeah, it's your hair. But like to make it sound like to, to, to not have hair is this like some people is have just ripped off all their ghoulish. skin and rolled in salt. <laughs> Yeah, like this ghastly, ghoulish affliction for which there is no, there is, there is no alternative lifestyle. It is perfectly acceptable to be a bald man. It has been for a long time. Yeah, no one cares. Nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. And nobody I almost cares felt like head. secondhand predatory. Like I was like, I understand we'll have to make a buck, but making somebody at home like at four a.m. watching this feel like they should literally kill themselves because they don't have the same head of hair they had at twenty is really a lot. It's it's a lot. It is a lot. That was so wait, a lot. You had to Robin. wait. You had to wait in the. That's why. See, it's funny. I'm more horrified of going to the hospital than I am about the pain because I know what is the hospital is waiting, waiting, not getting yes. like. I figured. Oh, like, they'll. I'll have to wait an hour. Oh, it'll no. be like an hour. It'll be ninety minutes. Mary, Mary, five and a half hours of me going. Oh, and then I remember I was like, oh, and they were saying that shit about bald people, and I went work. Uh, I was just like, uh, kicking me when I'm down. <laughs> kicking me when I'm down. You should have said you had chest pain because I think they immediately see you because they think you're having a heart attack. Well, they're like, what's your pain level? I go, 10. I said, this is the most pain I've ever been in my entire life. I said, I can barely stand. I almost couldn't get in the Uber. I almost called 911. 10. This is the worst, the worst, the worst. So then they get and in like, there. Yeah, you're not screaming. You're, it's, you're at five. Yeah. <laughs> then they put you in the CAT scan machine and they scan you. And you know, I've been sick for like a week and a half. I've been missing other right, gigs right. because of this. Right, right. So then they yeah, scan yeah. me and they go, your appendix is like super uh swollen so we could either try to shrink it with antibiotics but since you've been on antibiotics for five days for your illness yeah i think we should just cut it out and i said well what do you do and they're like it's a quick procedure it's with like laparoscopic surgery and we can do it at 10 o'clock in a few hours i'm like i guess let's do that so then they give me morphine yeah. which i just want to say does nothing wait 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 wait. you weren't under general anesthesia oh no they gave me morphine in the waiting room but i'm like this mary oh, this, this is I nothing 
That was like yeah. that Judge Judy meme of her like tap, 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 tap. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can still feel the pain. What are we doing I, here I right now? I still know who I am and I know where I am. This yeah. is not working. I yeah. want to wake up in four days with um, yeah. like a with Tijuana skinny. A full head of blonde hair. <laughs> and a full head of long blonde 613 synthetic hair. Yeah. <laughs> Yaki. So then I get Yaki. I get in the room and then I'm so scared of like general anesthesia is scary. Getting put under is scary. I know it's a, 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 literally a surgery that is nothing. Everybody gets their appendix mm. out, but I was so scared. And of course they give you the drugs and they go, this will take the edge off, which means later you won't even remember being in that room. I don't yes, even remember going right. to surgery. But then it just sucks because I had to miss all of our gigs for the week. I was supposed to DJ a Spotify party. I had to miss my party at my bar. I had to miss our Halloween gigs. After putting yeah. all the work into the rehearsals and the costumes, anyway, it just sucked. And oh, now, that's right. Yes. All of that. You did a lot of rehearsals. Videos, and all that costumes, shit. rehearsals. Yeah. And now. Motherfucker. It'll take, you know, you have like come and go flu like symptoms after an appendectomy. So that'll be mm. the next like 10 days at least is just like chills or like diarrhea. It's just so, so fun and cool. So now for the Trixie Motel, which we're filming this <laughs> week, I have to do like caftans and stuff because I can't even do like compression wear. <laughs> Cause look you should me. work into a diarrhea storyline. Ooh. I'll say this, though. I'll say this. Tijuana skinny. There's something they don't tell you about getting really sick. <laughs> you do lose weight. And you lose it quick. I'm not recommending you get sick. I'm recommending – because I finished I, – so I'm two weeks out from the marathon. So I was supposed to be two weeks out, and now this happened. So I was already really thin from <sighs> running, and then this yeah. happened. And I saw a picture of myself in this hospital, and I was like, Bitch. Honestly, work. Like, get on a red carpet now, bitch. Let them have it. I look like fucking elf on a shelf. Bald elf on a shelf. Throw a gown on that fucking dying woman and get her in front of the cameras. Get she a is, bolt of fabric down here immediately. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But I want to know. So anyway, that's my tea. I'll be sick for another week. And you know that I love, um, if I'm even inconvenienced, I talk about for five years. So I bet we will be hearing about my health <laughs> journey for about six months. No, I think it's great. I, I'm just really interested in the fact that it took like, um, it took a medical emergency to, you know. But you had been, you'd really been sick for. Yeah, I, people think I missed uh, Netflix because weeks. of my appendectomy. I was sick. You were sick. You were actually yeah. sick. Yeah. And then the Trixie yeah. Motel, I've just been dead on my feet because I was sick. But with all these contractors and renovators, I can't cancel. Like, no. You know, celebrity guests and stuff who are coming in from LA. Yeah. I'm like, I can't just, sorry, bye. But don't you think it, a diarrhea storyline or like a fainting moment would be like really hot for TV? My drag name is Diarrhea Storyline. <laughs> um, so what happened at the gig? You had Saturday the Boulay Brothers Ball? Uh, yeah, that was, well, they were so, ugh. they were horrible. So... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But I wanted to say it. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it is. So, okay. I feel, I want to say this. I am so grateful because especially that Boston gig, we've done it. We've done it a million times. You feel like Beyonce. The crowd is so amazing. I don't personally understand how anybody could be in that place it is so crowded it is so hot it is so packed it is so like sardines it's like i it, it's the only place i can be in that environment is on the stage so thank god i get to do that but it is mary it was um it was lit what was not lit at all nothing not the opposite of lit was going from the stage to the dressing room soaked in sweat to home to the airport and to do it all again. It is club, another club, another. You know what? I love both it these gigs. Because this is your first year doing LA. I've never done the back to back and yeah. I don't think I could ever do it again. I do it every year, except obviously how COVID. Do you, how and do this. you do it? Well, how do you, how do, you do it's it? It's just, you just have to do, you do your shit until you lip sync at the boule ball until like what, two? Literally two. And then your option is to either. Fuck around at the venue and go straight to the airport, huh. or no, like no, no. go home There's and no shower. Fucking around. There's no fucking around. Yeah. Oh, so you like go home and shower and then, yeah. Or what? There was. I was like, there is. There's only they, going home and showering. If I had to go to the airport after the state I was in, would Mary, it have been like Charlie Brown, like pigsty, like a cloud? Imagine that, but like aged two hundred oh. years. Like because I wore, I chose to wear the. I I work smart. You know, so I say to myself, okay, you sweat a lot. It's a packed gig. There's no AC. Why don't you wear a rubber suit? What were you thinking? (laughs) Nothing smart. No smart thoughts. But here's the thing. I got fixated. I got fixated so much on this tiny detail under boob. Okay. (laughs) For a venue that had thousands of people standing drunk with a smoke machine. yeah, Yeah. But I'm telling you. I loved it. It just it looked it was so great. I had under boob and I wore uh, flare jeans. Yeah, and I looked like a farm girl. 
And it was absolutely not worth it. It was not scary. It was not Halloween-y. It made no sense. Um, it was so hot and ridiculous and stupid, but it was fun. A farm girl. And then, um, yeah, it was like um, Lana Del Rey. There's a part in Clueless where the teacher goes, you can she hit a few balls in those clothes. She could be a farmer in those clothes. Yeah, she exactly that energy. In those clo- that was you. It was very that. It was but, very but that. But don't you love that venue? Because they put so much production into the Halloween ball. It You really feel like a star because you're like, whoa, these massive screens and light yes. show. And yes. The DJ yeah. decks even look like Avengers. Yeah. It's crazy. It's awesome. And Mateo was there, which is always lovely. Yeah. Um, and th- Mama, downtown, downtown was lit. I, the After the show, when I was waiting for, like for um, just to get out of there, people were fucking crazy. This girl on the phone was like, um, it was like comedy because people were angry and upset, but they were dressed like stupid, you know, characters like... Um, one girl was like, um, like a Peanuts, a, a black girl was like a Peanuts character. I forget which, like... Charlie Brown, whatever. And she was like, you fat motherfucking bitch, you fat, ugly ass bitch. And just screaming on the phone. And <gasps> Very it was like, like, this message is for Rachel. Yes. <laughs> Why you took me off the motherfucking schedule. And, but in like, um, dressed as like um, Snoopy or something. It's so funny. And then on the drive home, we would look at a bus stop and there'd be one person just like with this crazy, I was just so magical. I love that. And then um, So I then you went the- home and showered. Went home, showered, um, repacked. Here's the thing, though. You have to lay the shit out that's soaked in sweat. You got two hours. Yep. You don't taste you don't that. T- that? <laughs> you don't taste <laughs> that shit sweet. in your mouth? Because I, had to, I was like, oh, I didn't think this through. I have to wear the same thing. A smart person would have been like, well, first of all, no rubber suit. But then at least if you're going to insist on the rubber suit, you'd be like maybe a change of clothes so you don't pack fucking moldy uh, so whatever. I'm not just locked, locked and loaded with a yeast yeah. infection. Hello. But so um, go to the airport and I had, I had a very strange experience. What is it? I had the most delicious breakfast I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> At the airport? I mean, sorry, on the airplane. Oh, on the, pl- uh, JetBlue? On the airplane, JetBlue. Do they turn it? They turned it so hard in a breakfast way. I I, I can't. Is it flat down seats? Eden, flat down seats. Flat down seats. Uh-huh. Mama, I had the I had the breakfast. I, if I could eat this breakfast for the rest of my life, I would say yes, God, please, every day. Yeah. Please. And then I slept five hours of like lovely, gorgeous, like uninterrupted sleep. So that helped a lot. But this breakfast, I want to shove it on my ass. Yeah. And I've never felt that way about any food product ever, really. You know. Yeah. But um, I, it, it was great. I, my appetite has been gone for like t- 10 days, and it still hasn't really come back. So I, I'm, I'm taking a page what out of you your eating? book. I'm taking a page out of your book. I'm doing like Soylent. a juice Soylent. or a juicer and a shirt. And then no, I'll have like Soylent. in the evening, I'll have like one real meal. Like one day in Milwaukee, I had Jimmy John's. One day I had noodles and company. Like it's coming yeah. and going. But um, honestly, I don't want my appetite to come back the way – my human appetite was already too much. I'm yeah. ready to just be hungry three three times a day. Yeah, or like I love a breakfast. I fucking hate lunch, and then a nice dinner. But that's where Soylent comes in. Mm-hmm. It's people. <laughs> so then it's Soylent in short, like snatches in Shore's wig. Did you get? Did you um, in Boston? Did you get to see any of the kids, the children, people you know? Yes, it was lovely. I saw um, Layla. Your family doesn't come, do they? 
to your sh- like no. those big shows or anything? Nobody's no, 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 no. Oh, my God, no. But Layla's parents were at the show in the dressing room. Layla McQueen. And I was like, Layla McQueen. Um, her parents, and so I would like, go back into the dressing room. It's like pretty, cha- like pretty chaotic. And I noticed these two old people who were like wearing wigs and being weird. And I'm like, who the fuck are these old people? And just like, like an hour passes, and I'm like getting annoyed. And then Layla's like, oh, by the way, these are my parents. So I was like. Okay, that makes a lot more sense because it felt like two, like, not homeless, but just random people wandered into the dressing room and decided to stay there all night long. It was so weird, but they were so sweet. And um, it was Bob, it was Layla Bob, um, oh, Jay Jolie, um, Sonique. Does Bob, looking, Layla was in the show? Yeah. A work? Yeah. Fina. It was like a huge, I mean, the show was crazy. It was Bo- so the fun. The Boulets, who we vocalize that we hate. The Boulette Brothers. We should yeah. start a beef. Um, well, I think I started it because I just, um, they, the toilets on the second floor weren't working, so I would just shit in my hand. And then their costumes were always like around, so I just put the shit in their wigs. Yeah. I'm going to start so. a beef right now. Um, Boulets, uh, it's November yeah. 1st. Have an uh, uh, annual forecast is 364 more days of irrelevance. Burn, honey, burn. Burn, you know what? Burn, sweetie, burn. Halloween is once a year, but a gym flow, a work hustle, a workflow gym hustle. <laughs> what do you know about The grind heaven? never stops. The, the grind, grind never, never stops. <laughs> I flew out of that operating room into a split. <laughs> are we are we still beefing with the boulets or has this tra- is this on oh, something else? <laughs> this has turned on to something else. Okay, okay I'm back. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I do I do love um Bob asked it, she was like I have a joke about the Belay brothers but I don't know if they have a, um I don't know what their sense of humor is like and I was like don't do it. <laughs> I think they have a good sense of humor. Um they do. They're they're they are great people but This is my Belay's joke cuz everybody's always unsure about which one is named which one and I think saying the big uh-huh. Belay and the little Belay is a little crazy. No. People say the there's... big Belay and the little Belay and I'm like they have it's autonomy. It's like the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I always remember it. The the, the tall the tall ones drag Morda because the other one can fit Swan through the other one's legs. That is fucking that's hysterical. That's how I remember it. That is so funny. The swan through that the is, other one's legs. That is... That, that and every time I, I meet go, them, I have to go, okay, no, no, no. Like it's like a nursery rhyme, like April, mm-hmm. June, and November. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's very yeah. that key. Actually, that will never forget... That is a really good device to remember Swanthula, that. Swanthula, other one's legs. Swanthula. You know what? This has given me some revisionist history on my forecast for Halloween in general. I'm cool mean? for the summer to do like two days. What? You what? We say like I was. If I was healthy, I was supposed to do what five days in a row. We don't need to be doing all that. We don't need to be uh, doing but, all that. Yeah, regardless of appendicitis and gout and cholera and all whatever else you have, like, that's not it. We don't need that's to be doing it. all that. That's not it. Well, I don't think, like, the, um, I don't think the flying overnight to, oh, and all the, the bags were late. Yeah. So, like, there was a <gasps> real delay. Yeah. So, when we got here, we had to wait, probably wait an hour for the bags, which it was very precious time lost. So, it's just, I'm not trying to do all that. I'm not either. But it's, it's uh, I mean. Also, I'm trying to do like one, two one. gigs and like one number at each. And that is it. Yeah. 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 I mean, th- that being said, the Boston crowd is just so 
fucking incredible. It like once I was on stage, I was like, okay, uh, you know, it was so 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 so. I'm fun, just happy but... people still came when they found out I was going to be not gone. <laughs> they still came. Oh my god! You know we booked it. This is it because I was dead, dead to the world. We last who? minute booked Saint from Dragula and Sigourney Beaver. Oh, Sigourney Beaver, whose okay. waist is—I'm not kidding—a wristwatch. Her belt is like a wristwatch, and her giant, giant breasts and giant, giant hips and ass. It just—it's a two-hour glass. It's fucking amazing. I have to look it up. I gotta look her up. Apparently, they said uh, season four of Dragula is lit, crunk, and turned. I only saw the first episode, but it really was. They really, bugs? you guys really brought it. Do they really get scary? They get like scary. Do they drink blood and like eat, throw bricks at each other? Yes, I, I'm judging. I think, I think I'm this week. I'm a You're judge. On it? I'm a judge. On Dracula. Yes. Yeah, on Dracula. <laughs> I'm a judge what, on Dracula. What exactly are you judging? Well, I can't say. Oh, I see. Actually, this might come out. I don't know. Watch it. Let's just say, I think they announced me and Orville Peck are the judges this week. So it may or may not be like a Western vibe. Oh, so it's like, was it a rap challenge? These bitches are really, those Dracula bitches are on another level. Uh, Oh, no. It's not even, it's not even like. And they make a lot of it. I know. Their level of creativity is is nowhere near, like, it's just way beyond drag race let's just say it's also crazy because drag is an alternative art form allegedly mm-hmm. and then this is alternative <laughs> drag within an alternative it's a art subculture form. it's a, yeah an alternative sect of a subculture of a whatever yeah 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 i don't yeah. like to be spooky i never have an inclination to be scary i just want to see them eat bugs i like it when they eat bugs bitch they tattoo them they really go off they i mean i listen i don't want whatever they whatever the award is you're not putting me in the ground with bugs in a coffin no, what's the prize? Although it, I bet it's probably comparable to Drag Race. It's a hundred thousand dollars. Are you fucking serious? All yeah. right, yeah. Tattoo I mean, I get me. it. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get. Listen, yeah. I get it. And now that you I'm a professional it. drag show judge. Oh, that's right. The cat's out of the bag, and the also a- we now know the news. The last time I was healthy, London. Um, <laughs> yes, I am judging Queen of the Universe, Queen, Queen of, the, uni- of uh, the Universe, alongside my colleagues. Um, Leona Vanessa Lewis, Williams. Vanessa Williams, and Michelle. Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle. Yeah. Michelle. Michelle Visage. <laughs> you know what that show made me think of, though? I can't say anything, but it did make me think of how blithely unaware I am of drag in other countries in general. I just think of drag as like an American art form. I know that that's probably wrong, but the, my yeah. references well, I mean, for drag are American drag queens. So I forget about like a sure. drag queen in... I don't know. Peru. Yeah. I never, never think yeah. about it. And then you don't China. think about like the cultural differences. Like we talk about the difference between like LA and New York Queens, but it's that times mm-hmm. a million when it's like another country. Yeah. Do you remember, have you seen that video? Um, it was like a, a viral video of a, of a, uh, I believe she was a Thai drag queen who did a, a really spooky performance to, I will always love you <gasps> with an, with the, with the hair that came yes, down. The, this and one, that, this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's that's what that's whenever I think of drag that's not American. That's what I hope for. Anyways. That's what your point of reference is. <laughs> yes, I just love that so much. I think oh of um, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty up there. You know, who I messaged. Uh, this no. is it was Halloween, and I messaged Eva Destruction because are you aware of that iconic Eva Destruction number, the laughing track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, she invented like that clown look to that number. 
And you know, really? every drive. Yeah, she was the first person to do that. Oh, she was the first person. But, okay. But like it, it for some reason that number translates and speaks to everyone. So drag queens everywhere will do a clown look and do the laughing yeah. track. And like whatever, huh. no one owns songs. I hate it even on right. local level how it's like that's her song. Like you, whatever, right. unless Britney Spears is here doing it, it's not her song. Right, right, right. Um, but I messaged Eva and was like, "How do you feel?" on Halloween every year when you see literally your number you invented just being done everywhere, you know? What'd she say? What'd she say? She just was like, it's just, she was just like, it's crazy. I mean, I can't really feel any way about it because I, it's constantly being done, so. That is weird. Yeah, it's like, um, I suppose it's, what would be the equivalent? It's like, I- I don't even know what the equivalent is. I, mm. The other like drag songs that everyone does would be like the, get on up, but like, that's not even like unique but, POV. But it, it's just a song. Yeah. It's just a song. Yeah. But like, it's a, it's a, yeah. Like, if you saw someone it, doing, I don't know, the log well, lady, knock on wood, what would no, you say? So I did. So I, I saw somebody doing a mix that I, like, like um, like copied it from I the saw, internet or it stole the file? Um, probably copied it from the internet. Like, or, I, like a spoken word mix into, like, the exact thing. It was like a spoken word part into a thing and then to another song. And then it just did the whole, put it together like that and I was like and I was in the audience and I was like and I'd been performing that for like five years yeah it was so strange it was like you're like what are you what are you doing and also there was a song in Russian work <laughs> so it's like, you know what happened to me once and this is horrible because I don't even remember the girl's name one time I was touring clubs in the UK like five years ago and apparently this girl mm -hmm. opened for me and did that number that's like um, first I did it I can't do it alone from Chicago yeah and she would mm -hmm. put in like um, I think I don't know what she did but she would put in like the Macarena or iconic dances yeah 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 and I she, op I she opened for me and did that I didn't know that I thought I thought of some a brilliant original material so then when I toured the UK like two years later and did that as an opening number people were like did this oh. rich famous drag queen really lift a number from her opener and then tour it in her country two years later and I felt so bad because I, ch I, I would have, by the way, if I thought somebody had done that, of course I would have never done it. Right. And I right, especially right. wouldn't do it in their country after they toured with me. But like, I had no who, idea. Who are you think you're fooling? Like, who would you, who are you fooling? Yeah, That's I felt so bad, but I, I had no idea. And I was just like, especially on a local level, like a local drag queen is the last person you should steal anything from. So even if it's accident accidental, I was like, I feel so shitty. But, right, right. If you're going to steal it from her, you're going to you should buy it from her. Yeah. Versus <laughs> you know? like someone stealing one of your numbers. It's like. What's well, homage then? Yeah. Because you're like kind of known. Well, I don't want to say known. <laughs> People watch out for you. Yeah. They, bitches, you know, bitches beware. No, bitches actually beware. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I was hoping to, um, I was really hoping to go put my, you know, what and something else in the drag <gasps> this weekend and it did not marry nothing of the sort it did not occur of the sort it did not occur nothing of that nature even remotely occurred it was nothing going on it, there's there's none of that like i don't know it's all online i guess which it, it, it always has but at least before there was jacques so we, we go over to jacques after the show well isn't it grinder now i mean that's where the people are meeting up with the girls nobody's going on craigslist so. nobody's doing that well because right because it's they don't do it anymore. Casual encounters doesn't exist anymore, I guess. But so we went over to Jacques to just do a little tiptoe, little tiptoe, tiptoe, just dead. You went and just dragged dead. to Jacques. 
Yeah, because the show ended at like ten. We show ended at ten o'clock, so we just tiptoed over. I got in the dumpster. Um, I got in the dumpster. Same, same lovely smell, and um, it was just so disappointing. There was not one man in there giving me like a sideways glance or like a shifty like. Very sad. Did you go up very, to the, your sad. apartment and knock on the door? No. Let me in. Because I, I, yeah, let me, let me in. I usually do the bathroom. I no, because they here. kicked out the person. They kicked. It, it's a whole. There's a drama. Drama. They're turning them into like you know, crazy condos. Because that the rents in that fucking neighborhood, bitch, out of control. I was talking to a bartender in Milwaukee, and they were like, "Halloween this weekend was so crazy." They were like, "This one patron was drunk and belligerent and knocked off my glasses." And he said, "I had to Spartan kick them out the door." And I said, "What is a Spartan <laughs> kick?" He said, "When your foot it lands flat on their chest and they fly backwards." And I said, "Oh, like from 300." I said, "Why did you do that?" He goes, "Because he knocked my glasses off." I said, "Then how do you know it was them?" Blind as a bat, just kicking someone in the chest, like kicking serves willy you. Willy. Probably an old woman who's like, "Can I use the restroom?" <laughs> Boom. <laughs> we talked about um, Eden um, should get a um, a uh, rage problem. So, like, uh, instead of being helpful and doing assistant duties, she's just beating the shit out of people. <laughs> she flies off the handle. <laughs> flies off the handle at, for no reason. I was like, "Where's your assistant? I thought she should be helping you pack up." Oh, she's upstairs beating the shit out of the bartender. <laughs> the first thing she does at the gig is wrap her fist like Fight Club. <laughs> yes, yes. And like, before you know it, it's just a UFC like tournament <laughs> instead of a show. <laughs> I thought that'd be great. Well, I oh think we God. should tell people that even though we just told them oh, that we were going to quit back. the bald and the beautiful, we, yeah, we're back. We're back for for quarter four. We'll be back through the holidays. Through the holidays, we're going to finish out the year. Um, maybe video, maybe not. Maybe video, maybe it's, not. We're, we're really busy we'll right now. And we're not even together yeah. that much. So it no. is a podcast. But thank yeah. you all. I don't know if you clocked all the messages and stuff. I being did. Like, I love this I pod. went through... Um, I went through the last, the, the YouTube video for the last episode and I read almost every single comment and it was like overwhelmingly, no, don't do it. So, okay, I, I, I won't jump. Yeah. We're not going to jump. No, they were saying, no, for don't now. do the pod. Oh. <laughs> don't, if you're and thinking about coming jump. back, do don't jump. do it. <laughs> don't do it, but do jump off the video case. <laughs> All right, well, so this was a short one now. today because Katya's going to the airport, but I hope yeah. you'll stay with us for the next few weeks for the Bald and the Beautiful. Yes, thank you so much. And shine on, everyone. Shine on. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.